Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Oh, you've got my levels, so I don't get terrorized. We're on, okay? This is going to be a change. We're going to speak into the mic this week. Proud of you. Yeah, we've had a lot of uh, response. <laughs> Come on, Kev. Hurry up. <laughs> and we're off to a great start. To the sweet sounds of Kevin Bloody Wilson, and thanks to you, you, our loyal listener, who Just is on one. Patreon. Just one. Just the one. Patreon.com forward slash Swanee and Friends. Or those of you who have bought our shit merch... Thank you very much for being part of Swanee and Friends. And thank you very much for being part of Swanee and Friends, Sam Richards and Dane Swan. Hello. Hello. There you go. Well, I'm all right. I'm just... You got my name right this week. Mm. Have you changed your spell? He doesn't spell it right in the um, podcast and he doesn't say it right. Mm. It's a really difficult name. Ralph. Sam sent me a text mm. saying, my name's not that hard to spell wrong. You've been <laughs> spelling it wrong. How have you Everyone. been spelling it? Well, I, I don't it, it was, know. I, I, I know how to spell it. It was just a miss... I just spelled it wrong spelled. once. That doesn't mean I spell it wrong all the time. <laughs> it, does. It, was, it was a misspell. It's okay, getting very angry. It's like you fuck out. one goat. Yeah, that's <laughs> exactly right. Yeah, the yeah, the build yeah. a defence. Yeah. How are you, uh, uh, representative of Australia again? I'm good, mate. Yeah. No, what do you mean, representative Thank of you. Australia? Well, well, the person who we can't speak about said he rang you and you said, I'm about to go, I have to go represent oh, my yeah, country. Well, well I, I seen him yesterday. What happened to you? Well, mate, we had a lunch yesterday. Um, for what happened to you? Well, I saw him last Friday, and that court order's still up. That, that the three of us can't be in the same. You room. fucking organised it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we and you weren't there, Sam. I'm so, I left so early, I didn't even turn up. Well, I didn't even get an invitation, so fuck you both. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Oh, I just got off a plane, so you, thanks for putting it on the worst day of all time. Yeah, so thanks, mate. Thank you for your service again, yeah. Dan. Exactly. I, I feel like we don't thank you enough. Yeah, for exactly. what you do. Well, well, listen. Oh, I know, you're not wrong. <laughs> I can't, it's very hard to argue with that point. Um, how are we all feeling after a couple of weeks off? I saw him all right, so I'm happy. Yeah. Can't beat self-interest. Well, we couldn't. Um, obviously, we didn't do la- last week because I was still poor, old, poor old Ralph had a big yeah, week at Spring Carnival. Poor thing. Now, 
If we polled our week. listeners, who the fuck do you reckon had a bigger week, bigger <laughs> string carnival week, me or Ralph? I reckon I'd put my money on you. Yeah, exactly. And I was willing to do it because I'm a man of the people. And I was also. Yeah, exactly. Ralph is oh, Ralph's had his nose stuck into a book reading sectional times. And I'm unsure who he thinks he is, but well, he's not. For the amount of work did you, did you have any winners? And I'm proudly not a man of the people. <laughs> did you have any winners? Yeah, I saw him well. Pardon? I, did. I saw him very well. Uh, how many tips did you get from Ralph over that um, week? <clears throat> Between zero and less than one. Yeah, well, exactly. Same. Nothing's for nothing, but thank you to the uh, to our the Swatty and Friends listener. Just one. one. That just one. <laughs> who uh, who got in touch with me after <laughs> final day? Who got the quaddy? Did he? Oh, well. Thank How you, you split those proceeds? Maybe sponsor the show. I, with I, I said exactly. thank you very it's much for ridiculous. the message. Uh, your, your thanks means more when you buy some merch. Mate, so. Well. We, my old, I went shit house. Promotion. And I can't, I've got a bloke who thinks his nose in the racing game. I can't get a start. Well, it's terrible. Yeah. It's actually I, quite selfish. I, I had bad nab cup form. So you should have been on a high. You should have been willing to do the podcast. Mm. I was downtrodden. I hadn't slept in a week. I hadn't slept in eight days. <laughs> I didn't sleep for a week. I, I, didn't, I didn't get a date. Yeah. Didn't get a gig. Yeah, Sam was flat. No jersey for me. Get a date. I was fucked. And you, mate, you just watching Vision. And we couldn't do it. Jeez, we had some good response about Peter Moody, though, didn't we? He was great. I don't read the responses unless you put them up. Well, I'm just telling. I wouldn't you. know where. To, where do you read them? I wouldn't even know where to. I'm just telling you, we had some great response about <laughs> oh, Peter. You Moody. said, didn't we? Like with a question mark at the end. So I figured was, that was a question. Well, I concur. Well, yes, rhetorical question. Well, I didn't know that was a rhetorical question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, but the theme of the mean? responses, Dane. The, res- the theme of the responses yeah. was: Is that the new replacement for the person who we can't name? Wow. Oh, well, I don't know. Is that's he, an idea. He, is he coming in, is he? Well, no. But okay, I, well, that's, thinking, so that's a no. But did, did you th- – I, th- I saw similarities in their personality. Similarities in their size? <laughs> similarities <laughs> in their – Yeah, no, he's – To, he's to, to, to very the point good. way of speaking? He's very good. He can tell a story. Um, yeah, he's very good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, he's, it's an, he can come, in, come on whenever he likes. As can the person who left – but he yeah, well, I think, like I think there's more chance of the fucking queen coming in to do, <laughs> to do a podcast than, than the person we can't name, I wouldn't imagine. Thank you. So can you just address all our people who keep on getting in touch with us, uh, bring, bring him back? It's not like we've decided for him not well, to be back. Well, tag him in. Don't tag us because we'd have him back in a heartbeat. So Thank you. Um, <laughs> tag 3AW and tag Robert Bird. What's his, what's his work? Who's he work for? Uh, Robert Bird. The Robert Bird yeah. Group and... Um, Footy WA, and who else did he get the ass from? Your boss. Your new boss. Um, Isn't your new boss Hutchie? Oh, Hutchie, yeah. Oh, I think he's going back to that, I think, is he? Well, listen, I don't don't want to speak out of school. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to get him in any more trouble. (laughs) Yeah, correct. Um, But, yeah, listen, we'd have him back in a heartbeat. Hey, listen... So, so you, you had a great career. <laughs> yeah, you, you might you might have won Copelands and Anzac. Medals might have, and, I did. And, and, and Brownlows, <laughs> and, I did. And premiership. Don't you dare forget yeah, I know. that. Come on. But but how many times can you personally say you were in charge of the renaissance of a sport and personally oversaw a record crowd? <laughs> Here we go. I don't know. What, I don't know. Do you know where it's going? I know where this is going. Oh, down. No. Where am I it's going okay. with it, Sam? Go on, have a head wobble. Well, on the weekend, the Kings played Illawarra Hawks Sydney up Kings. at Kudos oh. Bank Arena, the Sydney Kings, and we had a record crowd for the NBL. It was quite good. 
Just another Swanee and Fred success story, yes. I say, We Dane. are kicking goals. What is that, 400, 500? 17,700. Jesus. And, and, and how long have you been the on-court announcer chick? Only this season, Is Dane. that your proper title? Is that what it says? says on-court chick, court? yes. Yeah, Very on-court, PC. On-court, yeah. on-court <laughs> Sheila. On-court <laughs> Sheila. Yeah, Bird. absolutely. Do, do yeah. you have to bring a plate? Token female. <laughs> yeah, the token female. Yeah, absolutely. Do not talk to the players. <laughs> um, so, yeah, just this season. It's been a good one, though. Yeah. It? No, We've so only dropped what'd one. What did you start at? Like, no. Like, was it just the 12,000 it's gone up because of no, someone's hosting like, ability? Or? Um, it was like, we were averaging like eight 9,000 and then we had to open, open the top tier of Kudos Bank last week. Um, it was two reasons. It's a bit of a derby with the Sydney Kings versus Illawarra Hawks, but it's a friendly one. Also, Lamelo Ball was playing against yeah. Didi Lozada, which had two, you know, um, big names, I guess. Yeah, massive. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know Lamelo Ball. Obviously, I don't yeah. know. I don't know the other one, but I've been. I've wanted to get into the NBL. Like, I, cause I do love my basketball. But yep. Come to the Kings. Well, it's in Sydney. That's a problem. But if Melbourne is that United a problem or, or an opportunity? Listen, I'm, there's two. There's two Melbourne sides now. So listen, I'm available. <laughs> I'm available to be a fan of any any side. Just get Anyone in contact board. with me. Yeah. Mm. Just give me free tickets and I'll go. And, and I'll and be a supporter. Well, this is where we open up a door here, Dane, because you're. Prepared to go for like free tickets and some free piss or something like that. <laughs> yeah, bit of bit of hospitality. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and maybe maybe some seats for some mates. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I'm not going on my own. No, no, absolutely. So one, yeah. absolutely. I'll, I'll cop one. Well, I can get you so whatever you want at the Kings. I just have no pull at the United. Yeah, so they need to reach out to you, Dane. Yeah. Well, yes, I do. But <laughs> so so you might be a better chance of having more success in in putting that inf- that request out there. I just did. Than, than young Sam did when it came to trying to get a date for the Spring Carnival yeah. on our last podcast. <laughs> that didn't go down well. Did, okay. did, did we you get, get anything? Did, surely you would have got some requests in well, your Look, I, ha- I had a date lined up. I did have a, a date lined up, but I think he assumed that I was going to be working for Top Dog, which um, didn't come through because not them. The client wanted someone that could do all four days and I couldn't do all four days. I could only do... Three of the four, so they... So um, you still haven't been in the races is the bottom line. Mm, correct. Did you go at all? No. no, you didn't go to one day? No. no. Nothing's no. nothing. It was, it was, fuck, the weather was horrible. Did you go? The no. weather was horrible anyway, but when you're inside, it doesn't really matter anyway. <laughs> it doesn't no. rain in a buffet. <laughs> yeah, it no, doesn't exactly rain inside right. in a buffet, does it? I did the um, um, Royal Children's um, party, uh, Pratt's party for the kids. They can't call it Christmas party anymore because we live in a PC world. Mm. Um, Stop. Yeah. <laughs> They what? It used to be the Royal Children's Christmas Party. Yes, it's now called Pratt's Party for the Kids, and they can't call it Christmas Party. Can't call it Christmas Party anymore. Do they see the irony that the Pratt's might be a reasonably successful Jewish family, and they didn't care calling it the Christmas Party? I'm unsure. However, (laughs) the name change uh, was necessary and has been embraced by all. But it was a fantastic day, which is where I saw Celine actually, Celine Moody. Oh yeah, and um, it was terrible weather. So whilst seeing Things fly sideways um, due to the wind and terrible weather. I was quite glad I wasn't at Oaks Day that day. Mm. How did um, all the? I haven't seen you since. How did all the? I know you fight in the fight on Twitter. Usually the um, <laughs> the horse haters or the um, the cancel culture of the racing. Yeah. How did how did that week go? Was by the end of it, were people hating the horses, or did people? Change their tune, or was there still protesters? Did they get trampled? Or <laughs> I, left, I, I left on a boat, so I couldn't. So I would have run them over, but 
But I left on a boat, so none of them were bobbing up and down in the in the water. So it was a bit tough for me to do it. I didn't see them. Well, they were shattered. I'd have seen them in a helicopter they, as well. On the day. They were shattered because a horse called Rostropovich uh, pulled up with a sore pelvis, mm. and and they're just thinking that you could tell they just wasn't well, one of them. They, they were just starting to get firm downstairs, thinking, yeah. "Beauty, here comes the here comes the green screen." Yeah, and the horse is fine. Yeah, so just injured. So no fatalities in the race, no fatalities for the week. So they couldn't really get a chance to. But in general, it all went smoothly. There was yeah, it was good. Yeah, and 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 I don't think we can tell if it was a good week or not for the sport because the crowds were down. Yeah, the weather was said, horrible. Weather was shit out, so, yeah, yeah. Um, in that respect, and very good, uh, very good. Did they hang their hat on that saying? Well, look, the crowds are down. People are. Oh yeah, they twisted anyway. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, and uh, and but a good good result for Australia with Danny O'Brien winning and Craig mm. Williams winning. So in that respect, and then uh, the majority of the population will forget about horse racing for another fifty-one weeks. Yeah, well, exactly. But the highlight for me, Cup Eve. Here we go. Emceed a bit of self-insertion, but more the point. Emceed the Cup Parade. Pump yourself. No, well here's the. Point, Sam. I got to get my photo with Jimmy Cassidy. Who is that? The shortest man alive. I look like Max Gordon. <laughs> next oh my to goodness! I could not. I thought that was a doctored image. We need to put that up. I, I had a giggle at it this morning, actually, just looking back over content for the show because we prep here. Prep. Mm. I can't believe it. Have you seen that photo? Where do you, I don't even know where you look at the he's content jo- for the show. He's actually. <laughs> I don't know where you. Where do you Your find life it? Is, never, God, is our yeah. <laughs> he, he is genuinely up to Ralph's. Nipple line, yeah. I reckon, under his armpit. Cup uh, Eve, oh, that was a big. W- I, I, I actually, I actually didn't see Melbourne. I didn't actually didn't see the race. Did you? I slept all day Tuesday. Yeah, right oh, here. So you're prepping sort of fish by then. Well, Friday, I went. That's the only day I didn't go. Uh, Friday, I had Derby Eve and Derby Day, and the UFC, the Albion on Sunday. Then Cup Eve, which is Monday. Yep. Slept Tuesday, Wednesday. Then Oaks, the Friday, Stakes Day. Comatose. No, then I had a long lunch on Sunday, the following Sunday, um, mate's birthday. Okay. <laughs> he does. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Sam's like just showing it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and and be. Jimmy Cassidy would yeah. be one of the Huge. few in racing, like Peter Moody, who could slip into this podcast and hold it more than hold his own. Very, very funny do you, man. Do you want him on? Great man. Well, he'd be the type if he was around next year, yeah. But I think yeah. it's another fifty-one wow. weeks before most people care about racing again. <laughs> let's, let's be honest. But the, so that that research that you do for the show is is just never ending, really, isn't it? Yeah, flat out. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Hey, um, but Sam, speaking mm. of research, mm. you 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 said you'd had to do some research about our friend here when you did a gig with him. Oh yeah, a couple of weeks ago. It's interesting when you uh, you've got that, friends. This friend here, yes, as in you. When did when did we do a gig? Oh, a while ago, a couple oh. of weeks ago. But on, I always find it interesting. Like I forget oh, sometimes. That was spring carnival week, wasn't it? <laughs> no, that, that, that's five <laughs> sleeps back. I literally, I literally can't remember. About it. Yeah. Two. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, it must be I got from the grand final. No, right because on. we've got a guest coming on this week that is a friend of mine that I, you know, even though when you're interviewing these people, I forget that they're my friends, but I still have to like learn about their craft or what they do. And it's funny the interesting facts you find out about your friends when yep. you have to interview them. I learn things about my friends when Wikipediaing them. Oh. What did you learn about Dane? Here we go. Oh, just that he'd won the Herald Sun Best Player of the Year and the Herald Sun are usually the people that give him the most grief. Won it a couple of times, actually. Yeah. So they mustn't think <laughs> you're that bad. Well, you know, as much as they did, and you s- sometimes you just can't deny greatness. <laughs> 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 there's, a, there's nothing you can do. No, listen, the, the football journos are generally okay with me. They, they fat-shamed me a couple of times. and Fat-shame? Yeah, they fat-shamed me. Yeah, I, I was on the back page. Bad skinnies. I was on... I was on the back page of the Herald Sun after 
first day back of training and well, stop, hang on, stop there because we want to set this up because because so the our friend that we couldn't name always gets nervous come trade time, even though he hasn't played for a long time. <laughs> what does he think he's going to get picked up again? Well, he's just used to becoming a required player about this time. <laughs> uh, that, that time, but for you, we saw a lot of photos of first day back at training. Is that mm. bring back bad memories for you? On um, yes, this is a fucking sucked. I hate. It. I was knackered. Um, oh, I, man, I actually drove past, and the, I I can't believe the AFL boys are back already. Yeah, man, I literally I've, I've had two sleeps since grand final. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was like, How the fuck are they back at training? It's remarkable. This photo's a buddy going around and he looks very trim. And the cricket starts tomorrow. I can't believe it. Yeah, I don't know right. where have I been? <laughs> well, well I, I actually haven't been in the country. Yeah. <laughs> but well, we can talk about... Sorry, go back to your, fat, your big fat shame. Fat shame, yeah, yeah. for Sam. Um, <laughs> a couple of times I got fat shamed, obviously. Um, it's outrageous. And on the back page of the paper... And for me, the off-season is an off-season. Yep. Like, what... And I understand where, <clears throat> you know, the young kids who... Trying to make name for yourself and you know, on the edge of either getting the arse or getting a game and stuff like you have to come back in pretty good nick to prove to the coaches that you, you know you're hungry. I'm always hungry, but in the in a different sense of the term, um, <laughs> not hungry to improve, I was hungry to eat. Yeah. Oh, well, um, when you're the best, Dane, there's not much to well, exactly. Necessary. Um, so like my off season was to go away to enjoy myself, to have a good break because it can be mentally tough all year, and you know, especially when you're calling, we and you probably you know, have one of the biggest profiles of Collingwood, so it's, and you don't probably look after yourself great during the year. So, um, but I'll, I'll, to get away, have a good time, and fucking not worry about footy, not having yep. to run. You, you do the odd, you know, run or something like that, but you're not flogging yourself like you would preseason. I, I think the preseason is your preseason. That's yes. what it's for, mm. and it should be a slow burn. You don't need four months to get fit. The only thing you can do is detrain by the end. Like, I think you know they should if you've. Well, we can talk about what well, I think about pre-seasons later. But, um, so I enjoy myself and I don't really care about it, um, about coming back in good nick because I always thought I was good enough to when the footies come out in the, after Christmas, the competitive stuff. Was like, well, the bloke who was, had the best skin in his day one of pre-season ran the best time trial, where's he going when the competitive stuff comes out? said, you know, I was probably a football over an athlete. And so. does it help you come contract time if you've won a time trial? No, and, and and fucking round one, no one goes, well, fucking Johnny won the time trial first day, so we probably should put him in. That doesn't happen. No one gives a fuck about it. Um, all it is is just an excuse for the coaches to get on people for the first couple of first couple of weeks. And yeah. like skin folds, and there'd always be a meeting, and it'd be like, righto, get your skinnies done, and you'd run up. I bought my last seven, eight years, I didn't do a time trial anyway, so it wasn't a big deal. I got out of them. Um but you know, one one year I got a jab in my foot side and I was nothing wrong with it, so I didn't have to run over the pre- <laughs> over the Christmas break. Yeah, I was like, "Fuck me!" I got sore. Are you kidding? No, you're hilarious. So I got a sore here leaving um on on your exit meeting. I was like, "Ah, oh, I knew I was going away." So I got a sore here, so they jabbed and said, "Don't run for eight weeks." So beauty. So so it was perfect. Because uh, um, it would have been wrong to not listen to the doctor's orders. No way, exactly. Um, but I love that. Yes, yeah, and like. They want a preseason, like when leading teams and like you know, this you know, peer analysis and the yeah, but you have a meeting. All right, boys, welcome back. All right, um, we have the leading teams first up. All right now, hands up. I just all right, stand up immediately. So who who didn't look after themselves probably that well on the break? The same fucking six blokes to stand up every every year. Cool, come on, yeah. you, you retired long enough. So Swan, name five others. 
Ah, oh, well, Johnson would be up there. <laughs> Didac, Heath Shaw. Like, just you. Tomo was up there a bit. Just your usual blokes, but they're all good players, you know. So, yeah. But you sent up, why? Well, because I, <laughs> I like to enjoy myself in the off-season. And um, I know in two months I'll be fine and I'll be there and my game will be fine. Um, I don't need to worry about being fit in fucking October. <laughs> uh, it's a long way. And how did Mr. Le- le- leading Team no, take that? Uh, oh, well, you know, you, well, it would be a while you're not setting a good example for the young kids and... Uh, well, fucking who cares? I said, like, <laughs> I'll just worry about myself. Like, when I aim me off season, I'll just get going. And then in, in January, February, when the balls come and you start playing practice matches, all of a sudden you're flying. You don't want to be peaking too early anyway. You don't want to be peaking yeah. in December because then the only thing you could, like, for time trials, our was 2K. If your best time trial ever was 6 say, six minutes flat, and you run 6.05 first day back, you're not running five minutes 30. It's just, you're not. You might run five fifty eight, but the only thing you can eventually do is going to detrain or get hurt. <laughs> you can't stay flying for three months. So I just try to peak, be flying by you know March, April, May, and then hold it through the year. So but brother, I like uh, so if I can put my sport into it, Bart Cummings won thirteen Melbourne Cups. He didn't win one in July. Did he? You, you you win him in. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Melbourne I know Cups. exactly. So back to me fat shaming. Yeah. So I was first day back and. I wasn't training with the group. I, I think I'd, I'd actually think I'd had my hip done. So I'd, I think I was just slowly jogging. Or I had, I wasn't training with the group. I know that because I was running on the boundary and, um, I ran. I probably just ran two laps at a jog and I was absolutely <laughs> fucked. <laughs> yeah, and then so I took my shirt off, and and just like laid on the floor like a turtle. I turned upside down. Just just couldn't couldn't move. And then um. Of, uh, someone obviously snapped a photo because obviously the, you, know, you know gives the media something to talk about like footy being back and on the back page of the paper the next day or day after was like fat chance like <laughs> and like me and my shirt off and I was like You're, you, are you laughing at a friend of yours yeah. getting fat shaped what about if it was one of your female football athletes would you be laughing like that <laughs> hey it's not fucking very nice is it <laughs> men have feelings too I'm a sensitive I'm a sensitive guy it's very nice I'm well on the way there at the minute too. <laughs> After fucking six weeks, eight weeks away, um, it's not very nice. <laughs> Men have feelings. It's because I look like I don't. I'm a very sensitive man. When it's like, why, imagine if, imagine if they want they want a preseason for the women's league. This journo wrote fat chance about her. Could you imagine what would happen? Well, no, I, I, think, I think the, I think the journo. What, what do you mean, no, Neo? No, no, don't no, fucking try and support me now. Fucking don't try and support me now. The judo would be a required fucking judo. Laughing at. It's not very nice. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Lift Sam. For God's I know, sake. Like an asshole. Oh, don't oh, yeah. take my role of, of, of laughing into the microphone. Exactly. Yeah. So demarcation. So fat chance I copped. Yeah. So that was fun. Yeah. So how'd you get even? Because uh, Sam doesn't uh, know the story. How'd I get even? Yeah. I don't know. Anzac Day. Oh no. That well no. This was a different one. This was this day. What is the day? What a preseason? Are you so, telling me that you've been multiple fat shapes? I think I won the Brownlow that year too, or something like. So that proves um, just a little, just a little known unknown medal called the Brownlow. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. So like I said, imagine if they did. Imagine if that same journal wrote that about a no, woman. No, I totally one hundred percent agree. Yeah, you shut up. You, you reckon? You are. Yeah, you've been. Don't fucking try and support me now. Yeah. yeah, but um. So that was the first time, and I, I did get fat shamed a lot on the field by players. And that wasn't very nice. 
I used to call me fat all the time. No. I was like, oh no, men have yeah. feelings. You, um, you, you you give the impression you're not the type who'd probably give a shit. Oh, well, when I when I looked up and I had it 35 times and kicked two, as well, I was like, well, imagine if I was fit, mate. Well, imagine what I'd do to you. I'm just trying to give you a chance. <laughs> um, yeah, and I know that one. Well, after Anzac Day, that's when um, Mark Robinson called me fat, which is. Is that like me calling someone short? Yeah, pu- the yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but funny enough, I think I've told this story on on our last podcast. But um, just for Sam, it might have been the one that we had to delete. Yeah. Um, so I was driving home on a Monday. I wasn't driving, mate. Was I can't remember. I don't know whether we're hungover or we'd been on Sunday night or <laughs> I can't remember. But I remember I got a I got a text or something, and it was like uh, on that on three sixty whatever it was. They must have. I had a, must have had a shit start of the year, which is very surprising. But mm, unlike you, oh yeah. Um, and he called me fat. You know, <laughs> Swan's overweight and doesn't look like he's fit. And I literally had my hand in a bucket of KFC at the time. <laughs> so um, that's bed. the truth. I literally was eating KFC. I must have been hungover because I, I only eat it when I am, um, which is probably four nights a week. But um, yeah, so he called me fat, and then obviously I came out in Anzac Day and had a big day and man, rubbed Tally. my belly. Yeah, no, that's when I rubbed my stomach. He rubbed his tummy after kicking the goal. Yeah, it was my third, I think. So, uh, but that, that wasn't planned. Like I wasn't going after I had me after I kicked me third. I'm going to rub my belly. I just yeah. must have just been sewed into my head that um, I don't know. That's just what I did. But yeah, so I've been fascinated, mate. So was, I don't even know where we fucking started on that. But um, no, but where we will start though, we've been all the coverage with the uh, teams back at training. Yeah, and how good is it? Play t- people back at training. Are we, are we likely in four months' time to have players walk away from the game and then the, the same people will say, gee, it's the pressure of the media. Yeah. Just, just let people run laps by themselves for now. <laughs> well, absolutely. Or <coughs> well, I understand, like, if, well, the first years aren't there yet, but, like, you know, your second to fourth year players, they yeah. need to come back because they need to start to understand, get their bodies fit for a whole year. And, you know, after four or five pre-season, that's when your your body becomes acclimatised to the, the rigours of playing AFL. So I, I can understand, you know, like the young kids having to go back or blokes who have had surgery and need treatment and rehab. Like, fair enough. But um, the the older blokes, say eight years plus, who play every week and their bodies are ready for AFL, I can't, they can come back after Christmas or, at worst, come back day one and in their... Um, in their exit meetings, just set reasonable goals. We don't have to be run PBs, just like or skin folds to be elite. Just enough to show you've done something in the off season. And so, all right, if you come back with these targets, you can go away again for two weeks. Yes, and then you can come. And if you come back, you know, like I did, you go right. Oh well, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll probably and um, you go right. Well, mate, you got to stay here until you hit those targets. Then you can go. So I'll. If they had said to me, instead we start November one. If you come back. And you run, you know, if they said PBs, well, you've just been ridiculous, but like you discuss with them in your exit meeting, go, righto, I think this is a reasonable target for me and Skinny's at this reasonable target. You come back and do that and go, righto, go away for two weeks. I probably would have. I would have tried whether whether or not I would have hit it or not. But I actually would have said, well, fuck, I want another two weeks off. I would have run it and then gone away again and go away with a couple of boys and, and do some work and have fun and enjoy yourself. And by the time you come back, and you probably accept that, you know, probably thankful for the club and in the back here you go, well, I don't want to let them down. I don't want to fuck them over by fucking myself up and then coming back in January a long way back. So you probably, you do the work to, to you know, th- not thank them, but yeah, but just to be appreciative of, of going away and come back in January mentally so much more refreshed 
and you come back and and away you go. That's that's what I would think would happen. That's what I should happen. It probably will. You know, you look at you know Alex Rance come back in January one year and had a you know he's all Australian. You know Heath come back and he's his longevity and his shores been come, able to come back in January a couple of years and his longevity's lasted because did I say Scott Pendlebury's already training? Yeah, but he's he's not well. <laughs> <laughs> he's a very sick man. He, but he reminds me of like a James Hurd in that. Oh, I don't know James Hurd well enough. Well, in dedication and yeah, absolutely. And, all that. and and in Hurdy's last year, Sheed said, "Don't come to the club until January." And yeah. he, he ended the year with the best and fairest. Yeah, but and, that, and that's what makes them great. That's what yeah. makes Pendles great. His attention to detail. He does everything right. He gets the most out of his body. Um, and that's why he's never hurt. And that's why he plays well every week. But but for some people, it's stiff, like for for me, like I couldn't do that because I would have burned out in three years. Like yeah. I can't get up. He gets up at six a.m. and goes does his progression fitness. He's got his like his his progression fitness thing going on. Um, you know, you've got like a regression thing at a fitness. Yeah, time. exactly. Yeah, Dang so, it's home at six a.m. Yeah, exactly. I'm getting home. He's getting up. So um, that's what that's what he does. What makes him great. But for yeah. me, I needed to get away from it and get away from training and just mentally have a break. And then that's what. May I think made me half successful because when I come back, like I was fresh and ready to go. So, so not all heroes wear capes. Uh, they don't. And, they don't. And, and and Sam, during during the past couple of weeks, <laughs> y- y- you've flown Tiger Airways. So yeah, so obviously I've been going back and forth to Sydney a fair bit. And Do I they might, fly you? <clears throat> no, oh. I fly myself. But I usually like to fly Qantas or Virgin because I feel like I, I earn points doing that. I feel like if mm. I fly with anyone else, it's like a waste of a flight. The other day I left it too long and it was like $120 difference or something. So I thought, fuck, I'm going to have to cop this on the chin and fly a tiger. Now, I don't have many nice things, but when I got the com game. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. This contract I bought myself a Louis Vuitton. Carry on. Have a look at you. Yeah, oh, I know, right? It's the only nice thing There's I a few own. Stubby holders yeah, need to be sold for that, right? You don't have a Swanee and Friends stubby holder. No, I don't even have a <laughs> mug. I, d- I drink out of this <laughs> right. one here yeah. every week. Um, no freebies. Get her a here. mug. I know you? it's, it's sure. outrageous, but it's the only nice thing that I own. And I tell you what, I felt like the biggest fuck with <laughs> lining up for a budget airline with my Louis Vuitton carry on, and then I get there. All that was in my carry on because I was only going up for a few hours was my laptop, my laptop charger, and my boots that I wear on court to make me half the height of these basketballers. <laughs> and I got there, and she looked at me and goes, "We have to weigh your bag." And I was like, "Oh, there's nothing in there. There's just a change of boots and a laptop." She goes, mm. "Looked at it, put it on. It was like eight point." Six, yep. which is 1.6 kilos over their limit. And she's like, you're going to have to pay. And I was like, I'm not paying 30 bucks. Mm. And she looked at my bag and goes, it's only $30, ma'am. 
Ah, the cheek of it. Should have said I bought it in Canal Street in New York. <laughs> I should have said I bought it in Bali. It's not yeah. real. Um, so I, I was like, "Can I take my boots out?" She looked at me like I was some cheap ass. I was like, "I put my boots on, put my sneakers back in there." It went down to like eight point one or something. She's like, "Still over, ma'am. Thirty dollars, please." I was like, "That will serve me right." But yeah. taking this on a budget airline anyway. Did you have to it. pay? Nothing for yeah, I had to pay. What else was in there? Surely Nothing. That was it. Fucking heavy, your boots. I don't know, but I reckon they're Eight scale. kilos. How big's the bag? It's, a, it's carry-on size. It's official carry-on size. But I how, reckon they're how much scales is the, How much is the... Well, yes, yeah, so yeah, they're probably tipping the scales That's to make everyone pay 30. That's what I reckon. There should be an investigation into that. I know. There was, lit- was there literally nothing else in it or are you telling us a first No, there was literally... Or my um, oh, accreditation pass. Is that heavy? No. Well... That's it. Well, that's ridiculous. Why don't weigh your weigh your suitcase and then weigh yeah. your boots? And then have to weigh the rest of it. Mm. So speaking of flights, can devastated. you tell us about your, your Singapore trip? But um, recognise Rick Oller and sure anyone else we yeah. know in the, in the um, group? Yeah, well yeah, well first I just uh, last night the um Albion uh, Alba won best um, Oh how congrats. good. Yeah. So what's the one? Hold on, I won something. <laughs> Let me have a look. <laughs> I won some. I found it. Um Venue or you know what? You know what? I'm well. Why don't you Instagram yourself? Well, yeah, that's what I'm about to do. <laughs> it won, we won Victoria's best rooftop experience for the second year in a row. Yay! And how, how much? How much of your inspiration behind that? Well, <laughs> you know what I'm flattest about what? Well, I was I was home yesterday. Yeah. I don't get a fucking start to your own. That's a bit to, shit. Congrats uh, to to the. Oh, was it? There was a big function at the Palladium. <clears throat> I actually went for dinner at Coco's last night too, so I was right there, and I, I didn't even know what was going on. Didn't even get a start, so it's a bit rude. Um, they're obviously offered me the album. Yeah, <laughs> so, your own people. Yeah, fucking want nothing to do with me, which is very unfair. But yeah, congratulations to everyone don't, don't who makes you, the experience lovely. You're used to winning awards, don't they know that? Yeah, they probably thought I was sick of it. <laughs> yeah, they're making speeches and stuff, so. Um, it's probably probably fair enough, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, just congratulations to everyone who is involved in um, making it a making it a what? Hold on a minute. <laughs> a great rooftop experience. Rooftop experience. Yeah, rooftop experience. It. Uh, it is a, a rooftop experience time. for the second year in a row. Yeah. Yeah, in a row. There, there must be many rooftops around. Um, I don't even know what other rooftop bars there are. There's quite town. a few in Melbourne, but I do Is think that? that the Albion's Sunday sessions are yeah, quite well, good. Exactly, they are. Not I'm, Spawn, not I'm, Spawn, I'm but they can sponsor us. I've been there for a couple of weeks. I think I'm not there this week either. Well, there was a lunch that was meant to be there yesterday, and you you didn't couldn't have it at your own venue. Would not open Monday, Tuesday. Right. Well, you didn't fucking turn up, so Correct. you didn't turn up. So I was like, "Where's the drive?" He goes, "Oh, he's popping in." <laughs> Please. <laughs> Don't do pop-ins. <laughs> no, 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 no. So tell us about playing play <coughs> for the Bali Geckos. Um, and how have you pulled up? Uh, oh, have I pulled up? I've never, well, that's all I said. I said after that, after careful deliberation with my team and my uh, my, my family, I'll, I've decided to withdraw from the AFL draft this year. Mm-hmm. No, I won't be nominating, so... Um, selfless of you. Yeah, well, I won't, really be, thoughtful. won't be seeing me at the MCG anytime soon. But, um, yeah, no, it was... On the way there was a very humbling experience, my flight over there too. <laughs> Did you fly Tiger as well? <laughs> I flew Qantas. Okay, good. Uh, just up the back. Um, in a, like actually, they give me an exit row, so it was, it was quite nice of them. But my goodness, the, the line to, to check in, I've never seen anything like it. I was in the line for – I thought I was going to miss my flight. I was, there, I was in the line for an hour and 25 minutes waiting to check in. It was absolute chaos. 
Do they not uh, know who you are? Well, I was fucking sta- – well, I was going to um, Singapore, so a lot of them were – we're very small, so I was standing. I was, I was, I was, sta- I was standing up, really trying to get noticed. Don't worry about that. And they fucking brushed me. They, they didn't give me the time. And I had my headphones. I had my headphones on. So um, don't, don't worry. I made myself big. I was really trying to get noticed. And and I don't know. I don't my. I don't know why, but I'm not gold or anything anymore. So I'm just a. I'm just a battler. I'm just a commoner. Right. But mate, it was chaos in the in the line. Um, I checked in with like 40 minutes ago. I thought they were going to cancel the flight, but there was people behind – I can't like stop the check-in, but there was people behind me. So um, we got on, but I was starting to – no one's starting to panic, but I was like, just the people in the line, like there was no line etiquette at all. They were all just in front of us in big groups just sitting there and talking and carrying on and like the, the buzzer would ding, like count of 17. They would stand there for like two minutes and like just weren't paying attention when like – the line needed to move, so I ended up tapping people. Seventeen, like I oh, ended up being like <laughs> he a, was directing. Ended up being like a traffic cop. Like get down there, get down there, get down there, get down there. It could be future employment opportunity for you. Well, that's very oh, true. Exactly. I'm telling you when they do have a bit of haste about them is when the fucking bags come out. Move back, you idiots! Yeah. No one can get to their bag because everyone's <laughs> up with their fucking toes against the belt. Well, I carry on, so I, was, I said carry on, so I was fine with that. And then, so I get in, then go through the um, security, and as my bag's going through. The fucking scanner thing, it shits itself and breaks down. So my bag's <coughs> like stuck in, stuck stuck in there. Well, I got away with it, so it wasn't bad. <laughs> um, come back, yeah. Um, but I was like, I was stuck in there for like fifteen minutes, and like something was going on with the with the belt. So I was like, I'm gonna miss me flight here. So eventually, it goes through. Um, that's what you get for going economy. Um, and then as I line up, I get in there and my yeah, seat, I was, I was 40A, 40A and like my seat was right where the lady, we, you know, we walk through the door where the the people, you know, next aisle down the right where they yeah. tell you where you sit is. So the lady was sitting, standing in front of my seat so I couldn't sit down until everyone had got on. So I had to wait outside and, and finally got down and, and out of sleep and... Um. Yeah, went to Singapore, and Singapore was good. Um, is that your first but, Singapore trip? No, I've been there once for a bucks yeah. party. Um, but <laughs> I can't remember much of that. Um, can't remember much of the Singapore trip either. But um, <laughs> while 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 I was on the flight, I noticed the the no the no smoking signs are still there. Did you think that um, <laughs> you know, do, do they do they make new planes? They like, make new planes. Why the why? Would they put the no smoke? Have you ever seen anyone go? Oh, well, fuck! Hold on a minute. Put <laughs> me dart out. I was just about to. Lie. I was just about to spark a dart, and then light. Thank goodness that light came on. Is that a sign that it's a really old plane that you're on? No, we're on. I was on the A380. Right. So no one at the front was like. Yeah, yeah, no, it wasn't that. But I do often wonder if people are like, surely there's still people out there that are having their first flight. But I would presume it would be as a youngster. But there are still people out there that are flying for the first time in their in their adult Mm. years, and that blows my fucking mind. Although at Melbourne Airport, they've now changed, and they were very aggressive about this at about four thirty the other morning. You don't take anything out of your bags anymore. No laptops or aerosols. And so everyone is so used mm. to being yelled at right. laptops and aerosols on the fucking thing. And then so everyone's getting them out. And this lady, well, she was she obviously did not have a good evening, was yelling at everyone, everything back in your bags. Like we were all. So the temper's a bit short yeah, at that they do time get, of morning. They do. And that's the time I have to travel, unfortunately. Yeah. Everything stays in your bag now. 
Yeah. Um, well, no, I had to take I had to take my computer and are you allowed to vape on a plane? <laughs> to no. vape well, electronic cigarettes. I don't know why. Right. And then like window and windows open for takeoff and landing. Yeah, you know what? I've looked into that. that. If I'm, if I'm going to crash into a mountain, I'll fucking prefer not to see. Yeah, exactly. I'd rather I be surprised. A, I asked this. I'd I burst asked, into um, flames in surprise. Uh, what are they called? <laughs> air stewardesses or air hostesses? I, I uh, actually asked because I thought it was fucking stupid. Why do we have to put the window blinds mm, up? Was it? It's actually in case uh, <laughs> everything is preparing for a crash. In case uh, the flight has to land or there is a crash, so that from the outside they can see if there's a fire inside. Stupid. I know. Does that make you feel better, Swanee? Well. Everything. I, I just, I oh, what can I just open it when we crash? I also don't understand why we have life jackets I was to on an aeroplane because that is presuming we're going to crash. You've got yeah. safety for when we crash into water. Why not give us fucking um, parachutes? But on we're top in of the that, air. No, yeah. no, but, I but we're barreling but down at a thousand k's an hour and not surviving if I run into a mountain. No, but they've all got. Those little whistles on it too That, that can save you <laughs> It's just Literally <laughs> All of the safety precautions Are for a crash For after the crash well, Not, they, they, not should make the pl- they should make the plane Out of the black box Because isn't that indestructible <laughs> That's right yeah, So I if I want those Make it out of that Absolutely um, Yeah so I got to Singapore And listen for the, the game My prep wasn't Ideal Wasn't like it was When I was in the league um, So I went out Thursday night we were playing in Batum on Saturday. Um, went out Thursday night. I got to Friday Arvo pretty quickly. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, i got to get on this ferry. Um, so I left my mate's place, put the beer down and got there and jumped on the ferry and the ferry was, you know, it was okay. Uh, but I didn't know I was going to another country. <laughs> so I was going, Batum's in Indonesia. Right. So I didn't, wasn't planning on taking my passport. And he goes, have you got your passport? I said, well, four, I'm just going to ferry. I thought I was just going to like a little island with a, with a field. <laughs> we're going to Indonesia. He goes, mate, you need your passport. I was like, oh, fuck. So I had to go through customs and that. I was half wigging on that. And then um, <laughs> like we get there and the the Barry Hall and that's fights on. So all the, the boys are watching the fight. And I missed it because <clears throat> I was late. Get there and all, I, want, all I wanted to do was go to bed. And um, I was up to about 10.30 with them. Fucking went to me went to the hotel, checked in, went to bed. I was a broken sleep, plenty of sheet karate going on, and um, <laughs> we get there. Sheet karate. karate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've never heard of that. I like, <laughs> no, I get it. Yeah, you get it. Okay. Demo. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Um, well, and we have to be there at. <laughs> laughing at me again. We, with you, Dan. Yeah, we have to you. be there at. Uh, <laughs> I had to be on the bus at nine forty-five, so I hadn't. I was as dehydrated as you've ever been. Yeah. Um, drank the bottle of water out of me, out of my fridge. Get to the game, and like the Indonesian heat's obviously fucking steam and hot, and like so humid, so so humid. And then, um, actually, I've, and I bought forty boots for the first time oh. in my life, like literally. Not spun. Well, well, because I thought I literally thought I had forty boots at home. I was like, fuck, surely I've got a pair of forty boots at home. Surely. I had. One boot, so <laughs> like I, I had, like I had one. So I've obviously sold the other oh, one somewhere. Yeah. So I don't know what's that. Yeah, so I've got I had a left boot, and so I was too late for me to go get a freebie from someone. So I was I was leaving the day before. So I was like, "Fuck!" He I struggles it. real, Sam. I know. My, Surely you, know, you can sell them now, though. Footy boots, sir. Three hundred bucks. Whoa! He spat me coffee out, and I wasn't even drinking any. I don't know what was going on. I was like, "Fucking hell!" This is this is a bit stiff. So I went into Rebel Sport. And I was like. I was on my feet of fuck. So I was like, Asics are meant to be the best for you. So I was like, just give me a pair of Asics. Um, 
And I, just, I nearly walked out the store with them because I'm used to get them for free. So I was like, thanks, mate. He goes, you've got to pay for them. I was like, excuse me? Do you know who I am? for these. Um, so I had to pay for them. So uh, 300 bucks, that, that, that hurt. Um, and then so we get to the ground and they play. So it was four sides, a round robin, two 10-minute halves, a pop. Um, then the the winners obviously playing the, the you know the winners play or the two best sides playing the granny at the end. Um now we played the first two tens and I was like, well, do I do I not try and act like I'm you know, it's it's too cool for it, or do I fucking go flat out and try and dominate? So I was like, I'll go somewhere in between. Um the first thing I put in like a couple of efforts, like a couple of sprints and stuff like that and um well, you might think I'm joking or exaggerating. I've never been more fucked in my life. <laughs> like you may, you may think I'm joking, but I nearly died, like legitimately. Um, so we play the first ten, and I come off for a spell, and I was going okay. And then I come on the, the start of me in the middle of the second ten, and the ball <coughs> we kick. I think I kicked the ball in, and then they got it, and I went back, and I was just loitering around half back. I could see where the ball was going to go. Of, um, sort of cut across the field. Like I tried to intercept it, and the ball bounced in front of me. And I tried to run, and this bloke, he would have been fifty. He ran straight past me, and I was like, "Fuck! Well, I can't let him go past me." So I would try to go past him. And then he ran past me again. I was like, "Geez, I'm not going well here." <laughs> and usually, I would have picked the ball off the ground. I couldn't get down there. Like my either my feet, and my legs have grown, and my arms have got shorter because I can't pick the ball up off the ground anymore. I'm about three inches too short. Um, so <laughs> it could happen. Right, this was probably 15 seconds into the second first game, the second half of the first game. Sprinted, tried to push him off the ball, couldn't. Pretty, mu- pretty much collapsed. I was got up there and I was, said to, to Bryce, I "said Mate, you go in the middle, I'm going forward." Did not move for about three minutes. Walked off the ground. This is legit. I was like, "I'm fucked." <laughs> Grabbed three bottles of cold water. Walked into like the shade where the Coolest part of the ground was, or coolest part of the, I was not stating the, the ground was. Took my shirt off, laid down, had pins and needles. And then the paps were out. Oh, that yeah. chance. Mine had, yeah, had pins and needles. <laughs> like, my heart was racing. Like, I thought I was going to have a heart attack. Had blurred vision. I, pa- I literally passed out for like 20 minutes. I was fucked. I thought, like, there's no way I can get up and play again. <laughs> oh, I th- my life flashed before my eyes. I thought that was the enemy. Like, legitimately. Like, you may think I'm exaggerating, <laughs> but I'm not exaggerating one bit. All the boys. So our game finished, we won. They were all sitting together. I had to lay down in the shade and just pour water on my head. And then I had like a heap of these like, these, like vitamin things. Um, I smacked a heap of them, water. And I finally come good. But not sleeping before a game is not great for you. Playing in those seats, <laughs> let me tell you. So I come good and then I realised, well, I, and I was probably going at 60% intensity. I was like, well, I'm going at 10 now. And I, and I got through the rest of the, the games. And then my back seized up. So I was fucked. The, we, the final, um, I won us the final. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just pick that up, please. Sam. Yeah. I was, I was a bit stiff not to win player of the tournament because I was shit. So that, that's, that's probably why. But um, no, I, I kicked the goal. To, well, we're even with a minute to go and I took Mark in the goal square and we won it. What a guy. Um, what but, a guy. But it was fun tournament. I, I literally, <laughs> like, I literally have never pulled up worse after a game. I was absolutely ratchet. All the boys were having beers and then I was like, well, I can't have to go lay down for half an hour in my in room. <laughs> like, I was cooked. My back's fucked now. Oh, mate, it's, I had the sweats last night. It's all coming out. It wasn't good. But Do you think it's time, Dane? Well, that's why I said. I'm, I'm, I've withdrawn my nomination for the draft this mm. year, yeah. Mm. Um, but I meant to be playing Super Rules this year. And I was like, well, if that happens, 
Well, and apparently Super Bowls, they take it pretty serious. Mm. Yeah, and I was like, well, if that's – well, I, I, I couldn't. Like, I legitimately could not play a game of football right now. <laughs> well, legitimately. There, there, there's a question that, that is begging from something you just said. Mm. It's begging. When your life flashed before your eyes, where, where would you have enjoyed pressing pause? <laughs> <clears throat> oh, what do you mean? In what stage of my life? Yeah, yeah. Where, where, what where, moment? Yeah. You just go, hang on. No, that was good. I want to watch that again. <laughs> um, oh, fuck. I don't know. <laughs> uh, plenty of moments. <laughs> yeah. Been overseas or else. Yeah. yeah. Most of them would be overseas, trips, I'd yeah. say. In the flag. Um, but yeah, but it was fun. Like, yeah. the, like once I was f- just full of like Indonesian Indonesian like, kids, which was which was awesome. Like they they kind of knew what they were doing. Sorry, um, what did you say? Once you were full no, of no, so one team, okay, right, like one of the teams, like full of like all Indonesian uh, Indonesian right um, players, which was which was cool to see. Um, so the game is is sort of growing over there, um, but so it was good. Nice. So we won the I won the Batam Cup, so um, sits <laughs> right up on my mantle, yeah, yeah, uh, with the Premiership. In the um, it's right next to it, next so to the Brownlow. I might go out in a high and just hang them up, yeah, to the Batam Cup. I think, yeah, but well, way to go. but yes, yeah, so it was fun, Batam. Ain't the best place in the world, let me tell you. Um, <laughs> it's not great. If, um, if you if people from Bataan visited West Meadows, what would they say? Heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Put it this way. I, what? It's uh, um, fair. Well, I, know, so I don't eat McDonald's in that. Uh, yeah. I can't say more, but I yeah, I had, could only eat McDonald's. There. It's the only. Food I felt safe eating. Trusted. <laughs> well, it wasn't great. But that wasn't great. But it was, listen, it was a great tournament. Everyone played. All, they're all really good. Most of them expats that enjoy themselves, have a beer, and just like to have a kick. Don't take themselves too seriously, which was fun because obviously playing in, in the league, you have to be, take it reasonably seriously. So it was good to have a laugh and, and you know have a bit of a kick. And nearly, literally nearly killed me. Like, oh, honestly, I'm not joking. Like, I was, like I, I blacked out. I passed out. I had pins and needles in my arms. I was like, fuck. I was Cursing me, mate, for making me stay out all night. I was, uh, it was his fault. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, come to your head. What else did I have? Oh, they have pasta at KFC. That's pretty cool. They have yeah. what? Pasta, pasta at KFC, KFC in Batum. Batum. Yeah, that was that was eye opening. I didn't have it. Um, and then went to sing, went to the races in Singapore on the way home. Yeah. Um, Sunday. Same suit. No, just <laughs> I, I had the same pants on and just had a shirt on. We had parochial. Daniel Moore or any of those yeah, Aussies? No. Were you on them? Yeah, yeah. We had Michael Roddy. He won, he won three. Oh, so he's a star. Michael yeah, he was good. Um, and then then went then got home, flew home the red eye on. Um, so I had to get home for work. Poor so thing. I went straight to work on. <laughs> work was piling up. Well, I had to go straight home for work. Mm. Yeah. But um, when I got my ticket, I was on. I was in seat eighty A. I don't even know if planes went far, that back far, far that far back. I thought I was on the second plane. I was like, "What the fuck's going on here?" <laughs> I was literally sitting in the toilet just about, but had a decent sleep and and drove home. And fucking here we are. Hey, we're doing today in two parts. So mm-hmm. better end. So, so how I've got a couple of things about the big man, who, whose name we're not allowed to mention. Uh, how was he yesterday? Uh, he was good. Yeah. He was good. Um, obviously had the lunch where you sacked us on. Um, yeah, but. He was good, mate. He's going all right. Yeah, I'm going back home for for he's going to Perth for Christmas, I think. Um, yeah, he's good, mate. We we didn't talk much because I have to be fifty yards from him yeah. at all times. But <laughs> so know. I'm with him. Cups, stringing cup. I'm with him yeah. last Friday at something called the Irvine Club. We got part of. Got up and did a big bit of a thing and might have compared Crawford Hurdy to Swat, Scotty and Swatty. 
Is this yeah. the second time in the show you're blowing your own trumpet? Mm. Yeah. Okay. But the speaker Just was Greg Ritchie. Have you ever seen Greg Ritchie speak? We, we spoke about that yesterday, yeah. My godfather. So Greg's very smart. He's now made himself the Minister for Political Correctness. Right. Which gives him an opportunity to say every single joke. Can he, he which like, should not be said. Okay, great. So he's welcome on our show. Mm. He's very welcome on our show. But every time he would tell one of those jokes, the man whose name we're not allowed to go, we'd go oh, I got sacked for that. I got sacked for that too. <laughs> I got sacked for that too. Yeah, oh, I, got to, I got told he was brilliant. Yeah. So, so very good. And, and, and where I'm leading with this is imbeciles who say you can't make a joke about anything. You can make a joke about anything. Mm-hmm. As long as it depends where you're directing your joke. Just watch your audience. So, exactly. Now, so, and and I've, I've said this, I don't think I've said it on the pod. So when I visited Auschwitz earlier this year, mm. I had a laugh. I'm not laughing at the people who died there, but I was laughing at imbeciles taking happy s- selfies mm. at that place, thinking, well, God, how unaware can you be of your life, right, mm-hmm. <laughs> in doing that? So at this um, Irvine Club, the charity was the Glenn McGrath Foundation, or the McGrath, McGrath mm. Foundation, and um, uh, McGrath, Glenn McGrath's there and he spoke, and then... A woman got up. Now, if I said to you that you're going to hear a great joke after someone's spoken about having a double mastectomy, you would say, please. But Wayne Phillips was the MC. Now, Wayne Phillips played cricket for Australia in the 80s and he famously made a century on debut, made 159 on debut. And he's got a very dry sense of humour. He's got a great double act with Greg Ritchie and... Uh, both very self-depreciating because they probably no, never got to the Ricky Ponding stage, uh, either of them, but good enough cricketers to play for the country, etc., etc. This woman gets up and, my goodness, it was the most courageous speech you've ever heard. She speaks about having a double mastectomy. She's got two kids, one's three, one's three months, which she had Actually to go in. did hear about this. Yeah. So she gets a just a standing ovation, 500 blokes, tears in the eyes, everyone. Mm. <laughs> like, it was just... <clears throat> it was just amazing. And then Wayne Phillips gets up and says, Oh, God. Wow. Doesn't the audience reaction say everything, uh, Sarah? Um, now you have some idea what it's like to have made a century on debut for Australia. <laughs> so, and you know what? It was needed because the whole room's yeah. so emotional and it just breaks the eyes and she's laughing as hard as any of us. So imbeciles who say that you, you can't... Oh uh, tell a joke so, exactly so it was fantastic so uh, uh if if uh if anyone gets to see the mcgrath foundation work it is just absolutely sensational um okay bit of social stuff before we wind up from uh for our instagram uh from paulie vermilion back tomorrow i'll believe it when i see it well we're here hello from greg hendo interested to hear what swanee made of prince andrew's train wreck interview <laughs> this week I know, what is, who's prince andrew Prince Andrew is the the prince was known as Randy Andy in his day, and he's been accused of all this kind of like sex scandals and porn with Jeffrey Epstein and and stuff. He was meant to be clean cut prince, and he's been so you know like Dane Swan, Brownlow medalist, premiership player. At the moment, it's got Prince Andrew mates with a pedophile. Mm. Yeah, so it's sort of not sounding real good. <laughs> so instead of maybe and shutting he, the and fuck he up, came out and so <laughs> he was accused of. Being he was the girl has accused him of having a sweaty romp in a nightclub, and mm. his defence is it can't have been me because I don't sweat because of the Falklands. Oh. Because of, <laughs> because he was traumatised in the Falklands War, he no longer sweats. That kind of an absurd <laughs> fucking defence. You can't have to believe you. Oh well, 
It's an absurd defence, isn't it? From Skitty, is uh, is Ralph going to mumble quietly for the 33rd <laughs> podcast in a row? <laughs> Hashtag get a stall. You've done really well today, mm. I felt. I've been, I've been paranoid. We had that thing about someone said, can Swatty tape my head to the mic? <laughs> from Ryan, would Dane rather win another Brownlow in a draw with Kane Corns or a Norm Smith in a losing grand final side? Um, Are you okay. and Kane at odds at, at the moment? Oh, well, I don't think so. Has he said something about it? Kane's at odds with everyone, I think. Um, Is it the point? Fuck, what would I rather do? Oh, I don't, losing grand finals ain't great, um, but I've already got the other one, so I'm on as well. Um, taking Norm Smith out of the collection. <laughs> From Big Daddy Nick, time for some home truths. The three of you are in a studio. Oh, in God. walks death and says one of you has to die for the other two to survive. Ralph, you're gone. See you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Three... Three nil. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have to pay school what fees anymore. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> From Big Muzzer. Liam Pickering was Big on Muzz. SEN this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you seen Liam? I fucking messaged me before. I've got to write back to him. Um, I will. Gazan Watson. Oh, I assume that's Gary Lyon. I forgot about Watson. that. Sorry, Liam. Ask Pickers who was the best draft pick that he's ever seen. He said it was Swanee and went oh. on to tell the schooly story. Since nothing's for nothing, what royalties do you get when he tells that story? Zero. I should I should clip him twenty percent for everything. He clips me twenty percent for everything he gets me. From your mum's your dad. Don't know if that's a, his real name. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing as how you kick of the sesh gremlins, Swanee, any pointers for us aspiring sesh gremlins? Sorry, what does that mean? Say that again without a sesh <laughs> gremlins. I mean, I would imagine that means um, they aspire to have benders. I would imagine. Sorry. Um, so so some things can't be taught. <laughs> From Alex, what does Swanee think of the Italian youth coach who got sacked after his team won 27-0? Yeah. Required coach. Why do he get sacked? Is they, he so put the foot on the throat? Yeah. Well, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Clearly. Maradona documentary. There's a new one on Netflix, by the way. Yeah. And I did it with subtitles. That, yeah. Review. Reading. Um, and he can't speak Spanish? Not really. Mm. From all good sometimes. Obvious question, why the long break was Swanee on another junket? No, well, it's because Ralphie had a fucking big week from the spring carnival because he was studying. Ralph couldn't get back up again. It's ridiculous. He doesn't have the stammer that Dane Swan mm. has. From Tom Janov for Swanee. <laughs> Sorry. Samantha Riches. See, I slow down. For Swanee, <laughs> if a frying pan is non-stick, how do they get the non-stick coating to stick to the pan? Well, Teflon Swan is the one that should be yeah. answering this question. Very, well played. Well, that is a very good question. I don't, I don't, fuck if I know. It's just twisted my brain all pretzel then. <laughs> I actually don't know. And from Beto, has Scotty Cummings served his time yet? Oops. Oh, my God. Well, what did well, you, can we make that out? Just ask him. Well, he can <laughs> come back whenever we want. Name. Come back when He's more than welcome back. Thank you to everyone who has supported us through Patreon and through our shit house merchandise. This has been another week of Swanny and Friends. <sighs> I forgot my joke. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.